Welcome to the Weave Your Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Paula Crossfield, a Vedic astrologer and business coach helping you to live in your purpose. And that is what this podcast is all about. So let's jump right in to the conversation. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. This week, I'm going to be talking about the nodes, that is the north and south node, which are the places in the sky where eclipses happen, known as Rahu and Ketu. These two places in the sky are considered planets in Vedic astrology. They're shadow planets because they don't actually have any mass, but they do have a unique property of creating quickening, destabilization, innovation, and change. Really, that's the theme. And the reason that I want to share more about this with you is because we have a lot of change on the horizon going on in the transits in the sky. But before I jump into that, I do want to make sure that you are signed up for my free workshop that's happening on November 11th at 11 Eastern time. It is totally free and it's all about money karma. It's about how to move beyond your own money karma. We're going to be talking about what that even means. And this is really focused on people who have a business or a business idea, or you have an extra income stream or something that's entrepreneurial so that you can start to rewrite and think differently about karma around money and how you can possibly expand what it is that you're making. So join me for that workshop. You just have to go to weaveyourbliss.com and the top bar says register here for the workshop and you just click there and it will send you to the page to register. So I hope to see you there. Okay, so let's talk about the nodes. Upcoming, we have a period of two eclipses that are on November the 18th, 19th. So on the early morning of the 19th, if you're on the East Coast of the United States, I chose both of these as Lalo days because the energy is really shifting into a new nodal energy. So I'll explain what I mean. But this, like I said, it causes destabilization. We have another eclipse on December 4th. They come in twos and sometimes even threes. So what happens is when there's an eclipse, that period in between time before the next eclipse can be a time where things get pulled to the surface. So it can be very disturbing for the emotions because oftentimes if there's things that we've been sweeping under the rug and not dealing with, this is the time that those things get pulled to the surface and have to be dealt with. And sometimes it can feel like an urgency is happening. So that is a period of two weeks where I highly recommend just being super mindful. It's not a good time to take any big risks, no walking on a cliff after twilight or texting and driving, like just be really mindful in general. Of course, all of this depends upon the specifics of your chart. But if you know that you're in a period of either Rahu or Ketu, whether it's a major period or a minor period, you have to be extra careful because The nodes can cause accidents, they can cause things to quickly change. (laughs) So it's really important that you're mindful and you're just taking care of yourself and doing what you need to do. So the important thing is that the day after the second eclipse, we move into a five or six month period of Kala Sarpa in the sky. So what this means is it's a period when 
the nodes have all of the planets, all of the visible planets. They're on one side of the two nodes. So this causes a lot of instability. And this causes a lot of swift changes. And just in general, it can be hard on our emotions. It can be hard on our, our physical body. If you're in an, a period of the nodes, it can cause you to have a lot on your plate and feel like you're really busy and it can be disruptive to your everyday life. So it's really important that you ground and do the things that you know serve you and help you in your life and in your body. Like from a practical perspective for myself, I always focus on my practice. I go back to those basics. You know, I'm reciting mantras, I'm doing yoga, I'm meditating. Those things are the foundation of my day anyway. But I know during these periods that I'm going to have to do even more. So I highly recommend that if you don't have a practice, do one small, simple thing that can be an anchor for you first thing in the morning. Another thing that's important is we're in this period of seasonal change right now. So it's very important to honor that and understand from an Ayurvedic perspective, it's important to oil the skin, drink hot liquids, keep your body warm because we're in this transition zone and the nodes are all about vata disturbance. So vata is the mobile force in the body. It causes a disturbance in our nervous system. So that can look like anxiety. It causes dryness in the skin, which is very prevalent, especially for me as a vata person at this time of year. It can cause disruption in our digestion. So just eating simple foods that we know digest well, super helpful. Another thing that I have been doing, because I am personally in a period, a sub-period of the nodes right now, so I've been not drinking coffee, which may be hard for you, but as a vata constitution person, it's really important for me to be mindful of the fact that that can go out of whack more easily for me. So when the nodes are activated, either in the sky or in our chart or both, it's really important to do everything we possibly can to be grounded. So you may consider that it's an option. I do know that Dr. Sabota, who's a mentor of mine, and some other people recommend adding fats to your coffee to help ground it. So you may also consider that. If you are looking for better ways to understand astrology and yourself, you are in luck because I have a course out now called The Planets, and it goes in depth into the stories of the planets, their characteristics, how we can have a relationship with them, how they may afflict us and what to do about it. You also learn a lot about karma, about Vedic astrology, what it is, where it originates from, how to read your chart. So it's a pretty in-depth look and a helpful tool for you to better understand astrology. If you'd like to learn more, you can go to weaveyourbliss.teachable.com. You'll see the planets there and you can click through and learn more. Another thing that's important when you're under the influence of the nodes or generally the nodes are activated because there are people all around you who are in periods of the nodes and this may be causing them to be more scattered, which will cause you to be more grounded so that you can hold space for them if they're somebody who's in your life, is to notice when you feel scattered and to come back to yourself. Check in, see what you need, and then make a decision from there. Okay, what is it that I need to do right now? And then do it. 
So I was describing this to a friend yesterday. It's really important for me to come back into my body and then stay with what I'm doing because I can easily become distracted. When you're under the influences of the nodes, things are constantly coming at you and it can feel like you have a stack of things that you need to do. So it's really important to ground and to really move more slowly during that time and not make any quick decisions. This is not a good time to be making decisions in between the two eclipses. Now, when we get into the call of Sarva period, you're not going to wait five months to make a decision. But if you can wait that two weeks and at least really sit with it and see where you're at later, that would be very helpful. Another thing that's really helpful is to be in nature. I like to go out and just go for a walk. It is getting really cold where I am in Maine, but still just like being outside with my chickens, you know, being in the garden. Our garden has now (laughs) been put to bed, but, you know, in theory, just being outside and being in the forest or whatever that can ground you. It's really helpful. The other thing is just asking for help and support from those in your life. So if you're personally influenced by the nodes or this particular set of eclipses are going to impact you more than most people, it's just really helpful to let people in your life know that you may need more support. What that looks like for me is I often will say to my friends, like, can you call me at this time? You know, (laughs) like if we make a phone date, because I lose track of time because I'm a little bit scattered. So I'm trying to come back into myself, schedule everything make sure I'm looking at my schedule regularly and look at the time. These are things that bring me back into being grounded. Same goes for in your business. This may look like taking breaks from screens, taking breaks from being visible. It's totally okay. I tell my clients all the time, you don't have to be visible all the time just because of the algorithm. (laughs) Like you have to do it when your energy is up and when you feel good. That's the most important thing because then your message is received and heard. So that's important. You may want to plan it into your schedule, plan a rest period around November 17th and 18th. And then again, on the 4th, super helpful as we move through this, this nodal period. And again, you may ask for support or maybe you hire support. Maybe you hire people who are more organized or who can help you. There's no shame in that. And then of course, scheduling and in in breaks. So it can be so easy, especially in the winter time for me (laughs) to just like keep working for six hours straight, I'm sitting in front of a computer in one position or something. So it's really important that I take five minutes, I just get up, move my body, make myself some tea, go outside and take some fresh air. So make sure you're doing that. And you're you're scheduling it in, you know, you're not just putting yourself on zoom meetings back to back. So another thing is to be more organized. So this is a really good time to think about what is serving you what is not serving you because You may find one of the benefits of the nodes is radical new ideas may come into your field that you want to follow. But again, you've got to stay grounded and really tune into your intuition and give yourself some time to really sit with things before you make a a brash decision. Don't do that. During this time, definitely don't make brash decisions. Meditate on it. Think about it for a little bit. But this is going to be a good time to create a better schedule or fancier scheduling system for yourself. I just moved all my schedule onto Google Calendar, which has been super helpful for me because it's on my phone. And when somebody, when I'm out, somebody asks me, I know some of you are like, duh. (laughs) But I loved having a planner because I also drew in the margins and I had doodles and ideas in there. So now I do that on Google Docs. (laughs) But 
you know, having things be more organized will be super helpful for you. Maybe it's a good time to create a new budget to get really clear about your numbers or to clean out your closets. You know, that's something that I try to do regularly just so that there's not a stagnancy in the things that I own and the things I'm holding on to. So overall, the, the high note of all of this is to be patient, to be patient with yourself, to be patient with others to know that you may be more distracted during this time. You may have a little bit more crazy stuff going on. People may be having a hard time in your life and maybe they're not receptive to knowing what's going on in the astrology. So you're just going to have to hold space. And that may mean really taking care of yourself and allowing things to not be completed. You know, this may not be a time where things easily get completed. So just being aware of that and giving yourself grace and not being too hard on yourself. So I really hope this episode helps you as we move into this period. If you'd like more information about this, I'm going to be talking about it all in the Patreon. I do an update every Monday inside the Patreon and I go into more detail and it comes right to your inbox. In addition to that, I have a new moon circle every month that you can join and we go into more depth about what's coming up for the next month. We set intentions together. We chant. It's a really sweet group. So if that's interesting to you, you can go to patreon.com slash weave your bliss. And always, I love to hear from you. If this episode was helpful, if you have ideas for other episodes, please feel free to reach out to me via my contact page on my website, weaveyourbliss.com. Look forward to hearing from you soon. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Weave Your Bliss podcast. We hope it was inspiring for you. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a comment for us. I want to thank the team at Team Podcast who helped get this podcast out to you. And also to thank the musicians who were the creators of this beautiful music we're listening to now. It comes from an album, Fragments of a Season, by Alexis Georgopoulos and Jeffrey Cantula-Desma. So check it out wherever you get your music. Have a wonderful day, and we will connect soon on a future episode.